You can be my heroine. You can be my drug. I'll take you in inside my veins until I've had enough. Oh, you're in my soul. You're in my brain like a chemical. What you heard was today's guest, Roberta Sepulveda. She's in the house. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Excellent. I'm doing fine. This is episode 36 and a half, technically, because <laughs> we recorded about 20 minutes of an episode and realized that... We weren't recording. I, had, I, had run, I pushed record, but we had run out of space. So, Understandable. Uh, I'm fine with are. it. It's fine. And uh, so Roberta is one of our local singer-songwriters. She has been performing shows all over town and primarily of course she has been featured at the barbed wire open mic uh, at the black orchid lounge which has quickly turned into one of the most popular open mics in town uh, and I, I find it an honor that she's been going out uh, you know despite her coming up in the world and, and people knowing her as an artist I think she is um, coming to her own and of course uh, one of the things I'm more grateful for is she is part of the crew in which after the open mic, she's always there to kind of help out, which I super appreciate. And, uh, yo, have to. I'm just going to keep talking. Have to, have to help a friend, you know? <laughs> yo, feel free to interrupt. You're like, you're just, you're just sitting back. You're like, you know, keep, keep talking. Keep talking. I want to hear about it. You do this uh, at open mics to me, too. Well, you'll, you'll hype me up forever, and I don't know when to interrupt and be like, <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, when can I play? <laughs> like, like that's, I'm not that good. He's, he's okay, really. yeah, that, that is one of my, uh, as MC, I, I do tend to hype people up a lot but you know if, if i don't do it who will exactly because we can't if do I it won't. ourselves you know <laughs> i won't do yeah, it i mean and if you did <laughs> like, like okay you know here's a song <laughs> what's up everyone i'm badass i'm <laughs> badass I, I listen let, to my music i let the performers do it by their work you know right so um it's good to have you on the show we've been talking about it for a while long while but you're finally here you have been yes. in the studio before we I recorded have. a it's true Different songs, and I have them there. Uh, we'll work on them. Uh, you know, it's just hard to, you know, I've got a lot of yeah. projects. So, Gets but busy. one of the things I want to do is, of course, work with artists, you know, including yourself mm -hmm. and kind of give people more chance. And um, do you remember your first open mic experience? Oof. I think I do. Tell um. me what you think <laughs> you remember. I think I was playing the bongos, and I think I did a few was poems. It, oh, damn. Did you do that? 
I think so. I think I did. Um, I think I did Sheets, which is one of the first songs that I wrote. And uh, that song kind of blew up a little bit on, on uh, it, Facebook it when you did. posted it. Yeah, I, I hyped it up. Steven and I hyped it up for a while. Yeah, <laughs> for like, I mean, like two weeks before it actually came out. Yo, but I mean, I think that's kind of how you have to do it these right. days. Like kind of build a little something exactly. about it. And, and uh, I don't know. That was really cool because you guys did have a whole like campaign around it. And right. And you did photo shoots we and everything. And the song was great. It was Thank a beautiful you. one. That came out <clears throat> before you were featured. Yes. Just around that time. Yeah, though. just around then. Okay. So actually, by the way, uh, you know, we, we heard some of your stuff at the beginning of the episode, and that's just recorded here in the studio. Nothing too fancy. Right. Like, I don't have the top, you know, studio, but it's just about, like, sharing, just like the open mic. Right. But uh, I know you have recorded. Tell me about the process of, of recording that song. Was that one of the first times you really kind of sat sat down and tried to put something out there? It was, it wasn't the first time, but it was one of the first. Right. Um, I think the first time I recorded something that kind of blew up, I was 18. Okay. And, uh, but it wasn't at all my style. My friend, uh, Robert Chacon. You showed me some of this, yes, actually. It was, uh, like EDM, like trans music and oh. it got really popular online, but not at all what how I want to represent myself as, right. uh, as an artist I think it's still a great song I still sing it in the shower every once in a <laughs> while but uh I did like that with Sheets with Steven it was my song mm -hmm. I wrote it I wrote the lyrics and the melody he and I was so grateful that he helped me out with the with the guitar and he gave me the 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 guitar music for me to play by myself yeah you know because I can't always rely on someone else to play with me. So for a little bit of context, if you haven't seen that video, it was just Robbie. Uh, oh, by the way, Roberta. <laughs> but to be a little more form, uh, less formal, Robbie. Robbie or yes. I call her Robbie Robs yes. or, you know, uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, but uh, when she posted that video, it's it's just straight up bongos right. and singing, which is really cool. I think it stood out a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, I have bongos right now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We can work with that. I mean, you? Yeah. It's, it's it's there. It's an yeah. option. Okay. But uh, you know that came out and it was really cool. So one thing that I asked you earlier in our, our lost episode mm -hmm. is um, you know you haven't been playing guitar too long, but no. you have been singing a lot longer. Tell me about right. when you first started singing. Your first memories of the, of singing. Okay. Um. So I think I've been singing for as long as I can remember. When I was uh, two, on my second birthday, my mom and my godmother huddled around me and were like, sing, sing happy birthday, like to yourself. Cause that's not weird. <laughs> and, um, and I started singing, I still have the recording. I still have the tape somewhere, but instead of singing happy birthday, I started singing the ABCs. <laughs> so, so they were just like trolling you. Exactly. Like, Look, check this out. She's going to sing the wrong song. <laughs> check out this fool. <laughs> hey, 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 sing that one song. Hey, sing that one song that, you know, <laughs> like, uh, and when, and when, did you, when did you learn your second song? <laughs> My second song? Oh, it took a while. Okay. Now, um, I was telling you before we were about to record this episode how um, one of the first songs that I I composed that I wrote um, was called... so embarrassing. It's called Chita House. Chita. And I'm saying this only so that people have a better grasp of who I am as a musician. <laughs> um, but... Um, 
was called Cheetah House, as in Lechita, okay. as in milk. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, <laughs> I don't know where the house came from, but I would go around singing Cheetah House, Cheetah House, Cheetah, Cheetah, Cheetah House. <laughs> and that was like me telling my mom, like, hey, uh, where's my bottle of milk? Um, <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> You didn't get any uh, cease and desist from the Jingle Bell writers? No. <laughs> no, never. All right. Blessed. Oh, and how, how old were you, would you say you were in that time? It must have been, again, probably like two or three. Oh, wow. Okay. And I would sing it for a while. Oh, man. And, uh, you know, your first step into any kind of formal training was in school? You, you joined in choir? In school, yes. I was uh, in middle school when I first joined choir. I think I was... Seventh grade, I must have been about 12 years old when uh, I met Mrs. Matthews, who was the the choir teacher at the time. Okay. And I think she influenced me a lot. Um, she was very strict, very rough as a as a teacher. But I think that's what kept us all in line, especially me. I, mm -hmm. I think especially especially me. I had a lot of respect for her and and. Um, God, kids are assholes. <laughs> True, especially middle school. Exactly. That's a that's a unique kind of brand of. Mm -hmm. of yes, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I I really I loved her in her class, and um, she would always tell me like you're gonna make it in music, and I believed mm. her. I I think it's always important as as a kid to hear that, and I think right. as an adult or a mentor, I think it's it's important to encourage. Uh, kids, you know, mm -hmm. you see that potential in right. it. And even if, if not, you know, tell them that it's not, you know, there's always time. Right. There's always time to grow and evolve. So uh, did you continue in high school? I did. I, um, out of the four years in high school, I think I did choir for three of them. Okay. Now you said you also played violin, so you joined orchestra? Or? I was in orchestra for fifth grade. Okay. Uh, band all throughout middle school. I played the French horn for three years. Um, that was brutal <laughs> but um oh but uh one thing that we we also talked about earlier was your first instrument so you haven't been playing guitar too long like that's usually what you, when you go on and perform that's usually right. what you play um because there's a little bit of stigma i think we've, exactly. we've talked about that of like yeah. just a, a singer exactly and, i was um, just thinking about that today yeah. how um I've, I've, I've told other people like uh i don't think people in this industry take you seriously if you only sing. Mm -hmm. I think if you only do one thing, people aren't really going to pay attention to you. You have to have a more, more... Or there's different expectations, right. I think. Right, exactly. Um, so, but that wasn't your... We were talking about your first instrument, which was uh, a little keyboard? Yes. You said the, the Yamaha? The Yamaha keyboard. Um, I had before that those uh, Fisher-Price... Uh, oh, little... color-coded xylophones yeah. that came with color-coded sheet music. You're rocking those. Huh? <laughs> I was rocking those, you know. Uh, Joy to the World and uh, <laughs> and Twinkle Twinkle Little Star of were course, the hit song. Were my hit songs, and I was about four when my parents bought me the the keyboard, nice. and I was so excited. And I remember seeing the little LED screen. Mm -hmm. It corresponded to um, the sheet music. It had like the all the bars and everything and i was yeah. like oh well i'm just gonna follow along to this i'm gonna start playing on here and, <laughs> and my parents and i picked it up like i mean i'm not great i, I still don't know how to play piano oh, yeah. but i think it helped a lot with me understanding music a little better 
but my parents thought it was a uh, like an anomaly. <laughs> like they thought it like, oh, she's a a prodigy. Look at her playing the <laughs> piano. Look at her playing Joy to the World. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great though. I mean, so it seems like you had a lot of encouragement from your parents. Yeah, my parents um I think have been very encouraging. They were both I remember growing up with them playing piano and at the parties, like Mm -hmm. dad would start singing his corridos and things like that. That Uh was always fun. But uh, I think myself and my brothers have, uh, we're all much more musically inclined than they were. Okay. They they both, they, your brothers play music as well? Yes, they do. Really? Mm -hmm. Cool, cool. Uh, and also, yeah, I mean, I think it's important, though. So they supported you guys if you guys wanted to play something. They Right. Okay. And I, I met them back in the day. Yes. You had a show at uh, Boomtown. <laughs> we were talking about that. And uh, that was interesting, you know, because uh, one thing I mentioned is I, I don't see a whole lot of, of local musicians or artists inviting their parents out to shows. Right. So that was that was kind of cool. Like, oh, these are my parents. Mm-hmm. And they're having some drinks. And uh, it was cool. You know, I'm sure yeah, it's always I interesting to see them. I taking them out. Yeah. Um, I wish they would come out more often. I wish they would come out to um, to the open mics more often, but they're getting old. But um, Shout out to the parents. <laughs> shout out to the parents. Mom, I love you. You're not old. Um, we're, all, but, we're, uh, we're all a second older, you know? <laughs> but like I was telling you earlier, I think, I, I still don't think I have their, you know, 100% support on it. And, and like I said, I don't think most parents want to see their their kids struggle in this industry i think music artistry in any sense of the word is very what's the word i think it's just a little harder to get into it it's not stable it's not stable exactly there's nothing to keep you completely grounded at all times and uh and i understand why it can get a little heavy on them to see me pursuing this Uh Did they ever push for you to get into any kind of field or discipline? Um, maybe a little bit in medicine, just because my parent, my mom's side of the family, they're all doctors uh-huh. and dentists, and I did consider it. But uh, even, I mean, halfway through through college, I was like, I've. I'm doing open mics, I'm writing songs, I'm doing shows, I'm teaching music, you know, voice lessons, and theory. Yeah. Why am I not just pursuing what I want to do and what I'm good at, what I love, instead of what people expect from me or what I should be expecting from myself? Does that mean that you have decided to make a switch? Yeah. Or, or yeah. What, tell us a little bit about <laughs> that, you know. Um, for the longest time, I I, uh, I wanted to do psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, I still am very interested in the subject. I think uh, I don't think there's anything more interesting than the human mind. Um. Everyone's a little weird. That's the fun part. True that. <laughs> but um, I took a few uh, music and art classes at UTEP that, and the people that I met and the professors, they kind of made me, not made me switch, but I realized like, this is where I want to be. This yeah. is where I just want to spend all my time doing. Yeah. You, you saw a path that, that was possibly filled with more, more meaning, right. meaningfulness. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, right. I get that. Uh, I often find myself at those crossroads, and I, I think right. a lot of us do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we're we're living in an age uh, we're lucky enough that I think we do have a little bit more resources to do so. 
you know so i agree uh you definitely have have it you know and and so you know going back to early on and getting into choir and then and in high school mm -hmm. did a little bit of that um once you graduated um uh, when did you when did you start performing live at places i think i must have been what was i i was about to turn 21 mm -hmm. i'm 22 now so um yeah about two years ago was uh I, I got into the music scene only because i started hanging out with all these musicians um and so they started taking those, those, musicians. <laughs> those musicians you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> they started taking me out to uh, open mic and mm. not that i hadn't been there before i think i i went to one of yours at uh, the percolator no way back in the day i'm, I'm do, you, do you remember think, anything of it i remember the stage yeah, <laughs> that was the it percolator. That was a, i remember a the percolator venue. i'm not you remember sure that's that poster right there? i do remember that poster <laughs> but uh, i didn't perform okay. back back then i would have remembered yeah i don't think so <laughs> maybe I, I don't know i i started uh I started running it around 2000, well, helping host around 2012 or so. I think I was definitely there. I don't know if it was one of yours mm -hmm. or if you were running all of the open mics at the percolator at the time. I, we only had that one. That one? Yeah. M might have been yours. But also, uh, well, we also had um, a Freehold Poetry Slam, mm -hmm. which sometimes turned into an open mic or, or right. performance, but uh, I, I was part of that too. Mm -hmm. So I just, I got in, in, involved with all that. Yeah. Like. <laughs> But okay, all right. So you were there, and uh, do you remember the first time you you went to the Biwamas at Black Orchid? I don't. Because you've been so many times. Because I've been so many times. <laughs> also, I think one of the first times that I performed, I must have been really drunk because I was really nervous. Hmm, so. no, no way! I don't. I don't no. believe it. I, As we're drinking wine. Yeah, say it ain't so. <laughs> um. I do remember, like more than a few times at the beginning of doing open mics, I would like order like one or two shots of tequila and then a drink and be like, I'm, I'm set. I don't, don't yeah, think about anyone yeah. else. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> right. Right. And, uh, but now of course you walk in and right away, like the staff says hi, sees right. you, walks up to you, you know, now like, I know everyone, and there you know, yeah. the order, like, <laughs> gin another tonic? gin and tonic. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. And you know, it's just, uh, I know we appreciate having you out there, uh, obviously to perform because, um, you know, an open mic is a, a community thing mm -hmm. and it's not about, well, we do features. Um, to me, it's about highlighting everyone. And so it, it's gone really crazy. Like, yeah. It's, like it's growing incredibly quickly, uh, I think. But to me, a huge aspect of that is just by the strength of the performers. Right. And you were a huge part of that. You Thank know, you. I think uh, people come in and I, I know it's introduced a lot of people to you, you know, as an artist. So, you know, and it's cool to also, again, see your songs, um, new songs, mm -hmm. what you're working on. And like, of course, different uh, methods, not just uh, playing, you know, you played sheets, of course, with right. the bongos and Steven's guitar part. Uh, you've also brought your guitar. I know you, right. you went with the looper setup that one time. Yes, I need to bring that back. Just, dude, like <laughs> there's so much potential in that. Like uh, I've been working on it. I've, yeah. I've been working on, on some things. And uh, so a little bit of, of uh, backstory on that. I had a, I had purchased a, Electro Harmonics 4500 Looper. Yes. It's a voice looper, but it has four tracks, and it has all sorts of uh, capabilities. You can slow down the tempos and uh, pretty much the, the sound waves. You yeah. can make it lower or high-pitched. You can quantize Ties it. Ever, yeah. 
And uh, <clears throat> so, Hook I mean, if you've ever seen Reggie, yeah, if you ever seen Reggie Watts, I would say he's popular popularized it as a right. vocalist. And I, I had one, and I kind of like messing around with it. It's super fun. I wanted to loop instruments, but ultimately, I didn't use it as much. And and I saw Robbie here, and and uh, I told her, "Well, you you're you have like a, vo- a voice. You have a good voice. Thank you." <laughs> and so it'd be cool. To, and I I just saw you using it in, yeah. in unique ways. So it just. Um, yeah, but also it's sometimes it's a pain to set up. Sometimes that's I get, true. Gonna be fast <laughs> that's the and one stuff. thing. But so you've done that. It's the pain P- of being the, the one woman show. <laughs> now, um, since then, you've also what was your first individual show that you had booked outside of open mics? Outside of open mics, um, I think you helped me with it. Was that uh, at Boomtown, or now it's called Neon Rose? Yeah. The, the bar formerly known as Boomtown. Formerly known as Boomtown. Rose, uh, but... <laughs> was it? The Sound of Beauty. Oh, and they had right. that yeah. for a few months. And, and I was lucky to be a part of that for uh, almost every single month that they did it uh, last year. I think from August or September to November, December. I was, I was on, part uh, of it. Mondays? Yeah. Yeah. Um, shout out to uh, Jesus. Jesus. Uh, Moonzy. Moonsee for uh, <laughs> being supportive as well. Yes. Because we were also trying to do open mics there at, at uh, the bar. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's tiring doing a right. bunch of open mics. Especially in the summer. It's yeah, right now. Hot. But that's all I'm doing. I'm not working. So like, I'm like all right, let's do like five mm-hmm. more open mics. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, you got to go check out B-17 Bombers right now. We're doing it as part of last Thursday's. <sighs> it's a great stage. I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yes. That's how the show okay. is. So, okay. Uh, for those who are listening, again, we are here with... Roberta Sepulveda, she's singer-songwriter. And to me, singer-songwriters are, are storytellers. Uh, what kind of stories do you tell when you're on the stage? Oh, no. <laughs> Putting me on the spot. Um, Come on. Is, you, you're here being interviewed. <laughs> okay, you're right, you're right. Um, <laughs> sorry. But to be fair, I do put people on the spot. I put the mics all the you time. You do. Um, I, I try to sing a little bit. I, I mean, write about what you know. All right, so yeah, that's one of I, the, I do the same. Sing about what I know. All the dodges. Um, now you've you've uh, visibly made you've made people audibly gasp in the crowd before. Like I was. Which just time that are you talking? Which I, time? I you need to like you need to tell me what this, happened. It, this is one of the more recent times we were. Was this were, the last last week? Mm-hmm, it may have been last week or two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago. It was uh, two times okay. ago. Uh, <laughs> Two times ago, you were explaining the context to one of the songs. Oh no! <laughs> the, uh... About the marriage, <laughs> and as soon as you said that to a married guy, uh, someone in the crowd just <gasps> like it was the loudest audible. Really, audible I don't. Gasp. I didn't hear that. Everybody laughed. Usually, I'm the one who's gasping at things like that in the crowd. <laughs> oh man! But um, let me set it up for you. Sure. <laughs> how how does it go? Like oh. I just got, I just had, uh, I just played at my, uh, my boss's wedding not too long ago. And I think marriage is such a, such a beautiful and just sacred and amazing thing. Anyway, here's a song about being the other woman. <laughs> here's a song I wrote for a married man. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's great comedic timing, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. you. Got, the, got the long build up yeah. one way and you just I like have to. Quick, a quick churn of the, the dime oh, there. Oh no, I hope my parents don't listen to this. <laughs> Um, uh, look, I mean, I, I, I write about what I know, what I've been through. Um, I, I do tend to write a lot about, um, 
relationships that I've had or experiences that I've had with myself or have with you, people. Have you ever had people there in the audience listen to songs that you've written about them? Yes, actually. <laughs> more than once. More than a couple okay. of times. Is I don't it, know. Do you think it's obvious to them or? Oh, I think it depends on how dense <laughs> certain people are. <laughs> like just, just short of like yelling out a name like... This is about you, John. Jonathan Doe, now you know you messed up big time. And he's like, oh, I don't know who this is. <laughs> I don't know what this is about. Like, wow, that guy sounds like me. That sounds like a weird guy. <laughs> um, no, I mean, um, it's happened more than once where uh, sometimes I won't even hide it. Like, <laughs> not to be honest, like, like I'll keep like eye contact. Like, this is about you. <laughs> I wrote this about you. Um <laughs> There, um, a, one of my newer songs that I wrote, uh, you can overstay your welcome. Mm. Um, that's right. So that was no. actually said to me, like this guy was, was said, uh, was talking, he was looking into my eyes. We were on a date and he was like, I don't want to keep looking into your eyes. And I was like, why, oh why God. not? And he was like, I, I just, I don't want to overstay my welcome in your eyes. And I was like, song title like i need to remember that forever <laughs> and uh and he used to work not anymore ah. <laughs> at black orchid yeah so uh i one of one of the last times that he was working there i, I played the song he seemed very happy about it i'm pretty sure he knew it was about oh him. my gosh yeah yeah <laughs> that's gotta be kind of fun to like all right let's... it is nice kind of like poking people when with... yeah like let me see how. Let me see you squirm. Yeah. See, what, what's, um, I, I think uh, on a more personal, intimate level, I think it's happened with other, with another musician, and I'm not gonna say their nah, names. No need to. <laughs> but um, where it's obvious to me, I don't mm -hmm. know if it's obvious to other people, where we'll be playing songs for each other about each other. <laughs> oh man. That's it's interesting. Just, yeah. It's very tense and intimate at open mics, <laughs> at your open mic specifically. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, it's a community. Right. And, it's uh, a very tight knit community. And and I think that's I think that's kind of an interesting way to to kind of like put things on the table is through right. performing, you know. Like I've always insisted uh um if someone has an issue with anything someone's saying, like, you know, bring it bring up it to up. the stage, yeah, you know. Exactly. Go up to the stage and and you know, you don't tell have your story. To, like, at least that's the way I see it, you know, yeah. and uh, it's a little bit of a utopian vision. But mm -hmm. earlier I was uh, I had a uh, Ruby Santos, Orozco Santos uh, on the podcast yeah. and uh, she does Son Jorocho. I don't know if you're familiar with that it's music mm -hmm. out of uh, Veracruz, oh, you know, okay, okay, Veracruz yeah. and they have they play Harana right. Zapateado, and, and uh, when they do Fandangos, mm -hmm. right, little get togethers, it's, it's about the community as well. Right. And she was telling me a lot of the, the songs lines are about their lives, you know, they improvise them and. You know, if people need to work things out, they right. sing them in the, in the <laughs> So uh, it made me think a little bit about the open mics because I have seen that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen all sorts of interesting things like running the open mic in so many years. Uh, yeah, I bet. I've seen relationships form, oh, relationships no. end, like bands form. Um, I don't want to see what, drama. I don't want to know what you've observed. <laughs> I've, seen, <laughs> I've seen all sorts of drama and just like 100% beauty of like yeah. just artists, I you think, know, here we yeah, are putting ourselves out that's here. That's the nice thing is that you get to see people grow in such a personal and intimate way. Yeah. And like I said, I think 
we have a plus that we have so many strong artists mm-hmm. as well. Because I think um, when people hear the phrase open mic, they think amateur night. Right. Um, and a lot of crappy performances, but that's not necessarily true. I, I think uh, people get better. We, right. we get better and, and people are pretty good. I was horrible when I started. No, I, don't, I don't remember, you know. I don't remember. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> no. But you I'm, probably heard yourself, yeah, though, right? Like yeah. evolve. Um one of the things I want to do is, is start recording people from the open mic, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, there's like a million open mics now. That was right. never really the case back in the day, like mm-hmm. 10 years ago. You know, I mean, when you first started, UOMS is, is on, we're on our 11th year, you, but yeah. now there's almost an open mic every night. And so <laughs> I'm trying to think of how, how can I keep it fresh? I, right. You know, uh, my problem is I ran out of space on my computer, right. on my laptop, <laughs> so I got to get like a hard drive, but I want to get back. I mean, I have some, I have some stuff of you, like I said, from the open mics and that we mm-hmm. recorded here. Um, but this is a, <laughs> now we're just like personal right. conversation. <laughs> so listeners at home, you know, uh, check out her stuff. Uh, where can people hear you, hear your stuff? Uh, I have one or two songs on Spotify. I'm on SoundCloud. Most of my songs, I'll put little previews on my Instagram. Roberta Sepulveda. Is that all they just search for? Yes. And what about Spotify? Spotify, uh, Roberta Sepulveda as well. Okay. SoundCloud, I think just, I need to change my stage name because <laughs> no one's going <laughs> to remember my okay. whole name, Roberta Sepulveda. That's with a T-H-A at the end of Roberta. Oh, that's something I always do too. <laughs> I always <laughs> emphasize Roberta. Whenever I'm on stage, I, I caught up with that now. I'm like, it's Roberta. Roberta. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so uh, tell me about some of the, the latest songs you've been writing. Um, I've been writing... Uh, the songs that I've been writing lately, I think, are a little more real Mm. they're they're less about myself um and more about the things that i've been through if that makes sense more about my experience my experiences Uh with um with people in relationships um i'm i think i'm more excited now about my music and the songs that i've written than i was a year ago or a year and a half ago when I started. I think uh I think I sound a lot better. Yeah. These songs are uh I consider them my favorite and like my best work uh-huh. as of right now. What's well, a good feeling? I, mm-hmm. I think as a as an artist, any any kind of artist, mm-hmm. it's always good to feel good about right. your work. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes, you know, I that's a kind of like block happens. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, ah, oh, this is I'm not really feeling right. it. So um, do you have plans at all to do an EP or album of any sort? I'd like to have one out by the end of the year. Okay. Um, you heard it here first. Heard it here first. <laughs> I'd like to have, at the very least, an EP out by the end of the year. Um, hopefully an album. Hmm. Um, hopefully be able to tour a little bit next summer hmm. if I have the chance to. Um, hmm. That's something that I, I'm really striving for would you uh do it solo or would you try and look for maybe a backing band a backing band is always nice it's something that i have been looking for mm-hmm. maybe not uh actively yeah but um well okay what, who are you looking for ladies and gentlemen right <laughs> ladies and gentlemen any, ins- any musicians <laughs> any, listening, any musicians listen, if your name I, is called <laughs> i would love to have you know i i 
I would love to have a whole band like okay. Um, drums, drums, guitar, guitar bass. bass, kazoo, kazoo, sa- saxophone, uh, Richie theremin. A. <laughs> um, uh, marimba. No. <laughs> would you? Um, okay, yo. So, if any of you guys like play any of those instruments? Like, hit her up. Hit me you up. Know? Yeah. Uh, um, my my dream has always been to to be the one that writes and fronts a band, mm-hmm. writes the songs and. And is a love to hear a band around you. Actually, and I think about it, I um, I think my songs would sound ten times better if I had more elements to it. And I can't do everything by myself. You know, I just started playing guitar <laughs> a year ago. Um, and as much as I like playing with the looper, I still don't have a bass <laughs> or, <laughs> or drum set. Um, but uh. No, that's something that I've always wanted is to have a whole band and mm-hmm. to follow me to be just as excited about my work as I am. Are there any uh, local artists that you would like to maybe tour with? Oof, I don't want to call anyone out. <laughs> I don't want to name any names. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, that sounds like a bad thing. No, you know? no. <laughs> they were like... Like they're, oh, because they're all going to say, like, oh, she has a crush on me. And it's true. I do. But, like, a <laughs> professional one. <laughs> um, I really, and if she's listening, I really love Emily Hardkey's oh, music. I absolutely. love her style. I think her and I are somewhat similar mm-hmm. in uh, in our performances and in our music. You've never done a sh- Have you done a show with her? We've done open mics together. I, okay. Actually, I think we did one of the Sound of Beauty ones together. Yeah, I was just together. thinking about that, yeah. Uh, and uh, no, I, I love her style. Well, I love well I'm going to tag her when I put this episode out. <laughs> okay, so. good. Yeah. You do that. That'd be great. I yeah. would love to do a show sense. with her. Awesome. Let's go talk to her right now. <laughs> yeah. This episode. yeah. Make it happen. Hell yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, like, just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. like, uh, booking a tour, what, like, what kind of tour would you book? I think I'd be more of those... Um, like I'm living out of my car. Let's go to as many open mics and venues as I can kind of tour. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't want right now for, um, for next year, I don't want anything too extravagant or anything mm-hmm. too planned. Um, but like what path maybe? I'd like to go up to the East. I'd like okay. to definitely hit up Nashville. Dang. Yeah. All right. Nashville yeah. and, um, yeah. I mean, that's my number one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 sh- I, I don't know. I, I feel like I do well in that area. Yeah. I actually, uh, I have a spreadsheet that I can oh. send you that, uh, has been handed over to me mm-hmm. by, uh, I don't know if you ever went to the open mics when, uh, Kevin Sandbloom came by. Mm-hmm. Check that guy out. I'm going to try and hit him up anytime. He, he travels Maybe. all over. He tours yeah. all the time, you know, and he does like, he's a singer songwriter, but he does like kind of blues and soul. I think I was there. Awesome voice. Maybe I, maybe I was when he and, uh, went to open mic. He, he, one time he sent me like a, like a master list he had been putting together because he's been traveling forever. forever. Probably needs to be updated, but, uh, or maybe he's updating. I don't know. It might mm-hmm. be live. It might be his document. Right. I, I need to check because it's a Google doc. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the other thing, uh, trying to make networks and collaborations i think right. is, is really important because a lot of people try to make it on their own which i think is possible but i think there's a lot to be said about um picking each other up mm-hmm. you know supporting uh another so what 
you know, I've been seeing that a lot more in El Paso mm-hmm. than I think in in the past, in the recent past, at least right. when I've been seeing the scene. Seeing a lot more unity now. Um, Which is nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I see it too. Um, there are a lot. The music scene is growing, but we still have our clicks, like the certain type of music. True. But it does seem to me that everyone is supported, supportive of each other and yeah. whatever genre that they're playing. It's really nice to see... Uh, a hip hop artist helping a folk artist in their music. Yeah, right. It's interesting too, just to hear them when they're playing. Absolutely. Now, uh, since we're talking about like touring and all that, mm. do you have a a dream venue that you'd love to play anywhere in the world? Anywhere in the world? Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Um, that's a that's a really tough one. I don't think I've thought that that mm. far ahead. First thought. First thought. Ooh. Um. You, I mean, I'm sure something <laughs> went by your head. And you're like, really that? But I don't know. Sometimes that's where you start. Um, not a certain venue. I think something I I I always wanted to do, even since uh, since I was singing in choir in middle school, high school, was just a. Uh, to sing jazz like at a oh wow at a cabaret like that, that was my okay my uh okay. get some like deep sultry <laughs> exactly. like growls in I, and... I love i love you know the music that i write i, I it's very folky rocky indie mm-hmm. kind of music but um uh, i would love love to have my own jazz show mm. again with like a band backing me up I would love to see that because yeah. I've actually I haven't seen you in that in that frame. Right. But I can see you doing it. <laughs> you know. Uh, speaking of your sound, you said a uh, folky kind of rock indie mm-hmm. vibe. Um, you know, I believe that creation requires influence. Right. Who would you say are like your top three influences top as an artist? Three influences. Yeah. Uh, right off the bat, Robert Francis. No one knows who that is. You've shown you've. you've I've, Show me some. Yes. Um, he is one of my biggest artistic influences. I love, love, love his music and his writing. He does, ev- from what I know, <laughs> he uh, he writes all of his music. And uh, he's a very talented guitarist and singer. And it's a very sultry, like bluesy, yeah. folky kind of Where's he sound. from? California, okay. I believe. And... Uh, Maybe, maybe I like him so much because he's also a Mexican American artist, uh-huh. and uh, not that you could tell by his music, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. You find that out about a, about an artist, and mm. you identify a little better. Do any of his like themes stick out to you? Is it like, um, he does a lot of Americana, okay, kind of. Uh, I guess, the, and I and going to my next. My next top three. Uh, I compare him a lot to Lana Del Rey, not in his sound, right? But the things he writes about thematically, right? Thematically, yeah. they they are very similar to each other. Very just old America, mm. like countryside kind of feeling. Like okay, I've I, honestly as big as she is, I, I've never really been into, sure. Like I've never, I don't really hear her stuff. Right. You know, I think I'd enjoy it if I heard it. I think they're both very. Uh, rough around the edges when it comes to their writing and that's what i like they they do they both write about um 
Oof. It's kind of like confessional. Confessional. That's it. You know, they they write about their experiences okay. um, or what they've witnessed or what they go through, and that's I, that hits really, really deep for me. Okay, I dig that. So, Robert Francis Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey. Okay, actually, instead of a <laughs> okay, did I mess that up? No. Say <laughs> so Donna Del La, La Rey. <laughs> Donna Del Rey. Rana Del Rey. Uh, no, uh, actually, okay. So instead of getting to the third, sure. Uh, I'm actually curious. What would you say is your most absurd or like <laughs> people would like never guess? Like what do you? Of uh, influence? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh, that's like, a good one. <laughs> elevator music. Elevator music. Yeah. <laughs> circus clowns. You know, I, I don't know. Um, uh, Spanish rock. I mean, you don't, I don't play that okay. much more in, in Spanish apart from some covers, but um new Spanish rock is very, uh, I don't know. I've been listening listening to a lot of it lately. Okay. A lot of like uh, Camilo Septimo and Zoe and things like that. Yeah. And I love their style. Mm. And I, I, I'm trying to incorporate that uh, into my uh, own music. Exactly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yes. It's a good one. <laughs> so it's good. Definitely something that I'm trying to, um, <laughs> To bring into my own sound. That's awesome. You know, I used to uh, play uh, the Malolam house band. Really? Yeah. Uh, so you were mics. in that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was. I was the bongo player. Really? Yeah. I, I bet I passed by you a I've few li- times. I lived many lifetimes. <laughs> many <you know>? lifetimes. <laughs> so at one point, uh, it was it was called La Pachanga, mm-hmm. and every Tuesday. So I wouldn't be there all the time, like uh, obviously because I have open I was, mics on Tuesdays. I definitely stopped so by. So on the night I wasn't doing open mic. Mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully, you know I had homies running it. Right. Um, Yoshi and uh, was it Vane, the guitarist, and, and Chris Serrano on drums, mm-hmm. of course. So he invited me, and I, I was there with my my. Uh, it was his congas, but I got yeah. to get down. And it was so much fun, but they, you know they played mm-hmm. Spanish rock, and those were good times. Yeah. I, I, I kind of miss playing music a lot too, but that's just kind of one of the, the faults of like wanting to do everything, of course. <laughs> you know? Uh, so where do you see your, your music heading? I mean, uh, after, so you talked about maybe more immediately a goal of having an EP mm-hmm. album or EP out after that. What would you say your goal musically is? Um, I'd love to keep doing this again. I, yeah. I, I would love to, um, keep teaching like I am. I'm, and so when you say teaching, is that a uh, vocals or vocals and a little bit of theory? Okay. I'm hoping that once I finish school, um, my music degree, that, uh, it'll be a lot more theory than mm-hmm. it is right now. Um, the few students that I have seem to like me. <laughs> so I'm thankful and grateful for Around that. Age, wait, age group. Who do you say? That uh, mid twenties. They're adults oh, and, oh. um, which is refreshing. Um, I thought I would get more, uh, Younger students. Right. Um, I don't know because it's been a while since I've taught children. I feel like teaching adults is a little harder. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, how, how, why do you think that is? Because they already developed like habits. Right. Like- They've already developed habits that are a little harder to, to break. They're a little mm-hmm. harder for them to... Um, they don't always stick with what you tell them. So they I go back to what they exactly. know. Exactly. Like I, I'll have like a, um, a session a week with one person and I'll tell them like, practice this, do this, you know, mm-hmm. do your exercises. And then I'll come back and they're like, mm. I forgot to do this. And it's like, 
why? <laughs> like I gave you homework. You're paying me to <laughs> teach you this. What kind of instructor? Like, what kind of instructor are you? Like, are you a little bit more laid back, or like, do you get strict if like they, if you need to? I get strict if I need to. Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. I don't um, want to see that. I don't, think I, I don't know what side of you. I know. No one does. <laughs> no one but my students do. But uh, I mean, I try not to be. I, I try to be the the cool mom teacher. Yeah, but you got you have to kind of. Draw the line. Exactly. Especially in an, in an edu- education. I mean, I, right. teach, I, mm-hmm. you know, I get that. So Cool. And, uh, you know, hey, again, if you're listening, if you're interested in, in getting voice lessons from her or any theory, uh, hit her up. Like, Please. again, uh, like I said, you can I'm message always her. always available. Uh, just look up Rebecca. Almost always available. <laughs> Almost always. <laughs> Almost always available. Yeah. That's because we, <laughs> we tried to prime this <laughs> podcast. For, no, that was my fault, too. <laughs> busy, busy. No, but you... you it's important to stay busy, I think. Yeah, like, I agree. But not like to run away from stuff, mm-hmm. but just because you're you're doing what you want to exactly. do. Exactly. Cool. All right. So uh, we kicked off the show with one of your songs, and uh, we still have a little bit of time. But mm-hmm. I know we're gonna end with one of your one of your one of your songs, "Up in Flames." Yes. Tell me about that song a little bit. Oh God, I love that song. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, it's one of the few songs that I can honestly say I'm in love with. Mm-hmm. That. Uh, I wrote it and it, and I was, in fact, I was here when you, when you recorded me a few months back, right. then I, that I showed you a little bit of it. Like, oh, this is what I'm working on. It's evolved a little bit more. And it's, uh, you know, it's finally finished. Awesome. Um, but I love it. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's a bigger piece of me than any of the other songs that I've ever written before. Okay. Uh, Cause it's not about any relationship. It's not about any it's it's really just about me and what I've seen like being um doing what I'm doing yeah which um is new and different even to just say out loud so it's it's reflective right of your your journey yes I I, I would say so I think that's a it's a good way to, to and, and of course we're gonna have that into the, the episode you know um, is there, are there any specific shout outs you want to give? Uh, shout out to my mom for having me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't have done it without you. Couldn't do it. Couldn't have done it without you, mom. You're great. <laughs> um, no, thank you for having me. Thank you. Finally. For finally. <laughs> finally. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. Dope. And, uh, we're going to go drink a little, you Hell know, it's, yeah. uh, it's like, PM. It's a Thursday, you know. It's summertime. <laughs> we got a bottle of that's wine. Summertime sadness. Yo, that's like the one Lana <laughs> the Real song I've heard. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty catchy. It's pretty catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, what venues you want to play in town? In town? Yeah, that you haven't played Ooh, yet. Is that I haven't played you, yet? So you've played at Gray Dog. I've played at Gray Dog. Uh, Neon Rose. So I uh, have Blackboard. one coming up on the twenty fourth of July at Monarch, that I'm excited for. I'll be opening up for Jess Williamson from L.A. So if you're listening to this after July. <laughs> so if you're, sorry, you missed me. <laughs> no, um, but like, she'll pl- you're playing more, you know? I would love to play, um, I'd love to play more venues downtown, more bars. Mm-hmm. I'd, uh, international, Dude, if you're you listening. should, uh, <laughs> I mean, one of the top jazz groups, you know, they yeah. do rotating sets. Yeah. So you should hit those guys up. Maybe they're down to I'd throw you in for a song a, or two. At Geo Jeskies. All right. Something like my friend, uh. Jason used to be the front man for the the jazz nights. Oh, okay. Bass player? 
Am I thinking? No, no never mind. I'm thinking no. different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. 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 Um, Roberta, any any last words of advice? Um, of just not maybe not advice, but like, what's your philosophy in life? Um, just be a good person. <laughs> be a good person, and um, don't let any, don't let the man keep you down. Don't, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't so, have any real so philosophy. Now I, I want to like dive into like the, the philosophical like oh no constraints you just put on us. So so does rebellious nature, aka oh, not letting the man keep us down, like <laughs> is that equal good? No, you know, in the sense uh, of uh, but it does make for good music. In true, my in my opinion, in my experiences. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm all like breaking it down. Like, what? What? Uh, well, what, what have you done? <laughs> what have you done? Mean? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Cool. Uh, okay. And any last shout outs? Um, my brothers. Okay. Juan Pablo. He said, "Mom, brothers, mom, bro- dad. I guess the fam, you the too. Fam. The fam. <laughs> can't you know. forget about. Can't forget about <laughs> my family. Don't be listening. And like, hey, you forgot about me. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. No, you're great. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, all the people that have supported me thus far, I'm very, very thankful for it. Um, I, I don't think I'd be where I am if I weren't, if it weren't for the people who have." believed in my music that's what's up yeah absolutely so uh this is it now 2018 <laughs> yes. here we are july 2018 um roberta thanks for being a guest on the show thank you Be for having podcast. me uh, if you guys are listening for the first time check out we have a bunch of episodes a bunch of bands poets writers check us out if you if you're listening wherever i don't know where you're listening to this from but uh we check us out on itunes give us a rating let us know give us some feedback who do you want to see on the show? Um, what do you want to hear more of, less of? Um, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. The Beyond's Podcast. Robbie. Thank you for having Robbie me Rob again. In the house. Yo. Thank this you, is it for the Beyond's Podcast. <laughs> this is her song, Up in Flames. Peace.
Street brokers, edgy cowboy killer smokers. 